Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. Um, it is a Monday, June 26th, 2023. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Myla Norman Class. We start on Saturday. So check it out if you want to join. Um, please do. I'm so I'm, I'm so excited. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, one benefit of summer was that each day had more light to read by. Jeanette Walls, The Glass Castle. So what are we drinking today? We are drinking Owen's Garden Gate, which is a lavender butterfly pea flower. A little lavender for luck. The Owens family is known for their healing and abundant garden on Magnolia Streets. And this tea captures their magic. As the tea brews, watch as it changes from blue to purple, a magic only the Owens apothecary could achieve. So in my opinion, this is very much a light half of the year tea. Uh, we have fruit and we it's really like all about the magic of florals. So yeah, and this week we are talking about rose hips. Under the roses, we had to pick rose hips, of course. So I'm going to take a sip and we are going to get going. Mm. So we are talking about rose hips. This comes to us from rosaliespread.com. Roses and their fruit coursed an incredibly fascinating path through human history. From their use by Swiss lake dwellers in prehistoric times to Mayans and Egyptians the ancient Chinese, Persians, Romans, and Greeks all appreciated the benefits of the fruits, sometimes called a hip or a haw. They used it as both herbal remedy and nutritious food. In 600 BC writings, the Greek poet Sappho named the beneficial beauty queen of flowers. Herbalists in centuries past, such as Roman scholar Pliny the Elder, recorded numerous ways to prepare roses to extract their medicinal virtues, including as treatment for bites of rabid dogs, stomach complaints, colds, and toothaches. Its scientific name is Rosa Canina, or dog rose, is thought to have derived from the Romans' belief that rose hips could cure the rabies of dog bites. I personally really love rose hips. It, again, it has such a tanginess, a tartness to it. Um, I think it's really neat. So legend and history have intertwined, and volumes have been written about the cultivation and virtues of the rose. Findings tell us that humans used it mostly in the form of jam, uh, but also in cooking and to make teas, soup, syrups, and oils. The British kept this fruit in their pharmacies well into the 1930s. In fact, during World War II, the public were actively encouraged by the government to gather rose hips to make a syrup for the troops. And the reason? 
Rose hips contain a great quantity of vitamin C, iron, and other minerals that were beneficial for people who needed extra resources to prevent diseases like scurvy. So super cool. All right, witches, moving into some headlines. This comes to us from businessinsider.com. We are still in Pride Month, so we are talking about uh, the uh, inside the shameful history of the lavender scare when the U.S. government embarked on an anti-gay witch hunt and purged thousands of employees. So I thought this would just be a really nice little educational bit. So... Let's talk about the lavender scare. About 10,000 government employees were fired because of their sexuality in the 1950s and 60s during the Cold War. So paranoia from the late 1940s and 50s led the government into um, targeting uh, communists, which was dubbed a Red Scare. And that is what would lead us to uh, later the Lavender Scare, which was a very similar kind of paranoia. So the focus of the Lavender Scare was finding and purging gay government employees, according to the National Archives. Its impact was actually greater and longer lasting than the Red Scare. So lavender is a color often associated with the queer community. Back then, certain newspapers and politicians um, would use the term lavender to refer to someone who was, you know, like homosexual. And the campaign uh, began in the late 1940s as the public general awareness of homosexuality increased and discrimination against the community was on the rise, including within the government. So, yeah, um, in 1950, this uh, senator claimed to possess a list of 205 communists working for the government. And he would further later outline a number of cases who were homosexual. So, I mean, we see this, right? And this is why I wanted to bring something like this up. One, it is Pride Month. Um, and, you know, you need to know the history of, like, oppression in the country because um, it helps you recognize when it might be occurring again, right? So uh, we see this very often, right? People will use the fear of one thing, which, like, maybe might be rooted in reality, and use it to push a whole other agenda or narrative. And that is what we saw here in the Lavender Scare. So let's see. Yep, they just began firings. 10,000 people were fired. And um, former Navy Lieutenant Joan Cassidy who was one of the people fired actually speaks about this experience in the documentary, the lavender scare. So if that interests you at all, check it out. And, uh, yeah, it's educational. So there we go. All right, witches, I am throwing this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Monday, June 26th. The first quarter moon establishes peace in Libra today. Here, the moon squares the sun. The square presents us with a challenge. This challenge is cardinal in nature, involving peace-loving Libra and emotional cancer. The sun puts a spotlight on our emotional well-being in cancer, which urges us to reckon with what we're feeling. 
That's not always a pleasant venture, and the moon in Libra is asking us not to make waves. However, in order to truly process what we've been going through, we may need to get a little confrontational. That doesn't mean we have to be curt or rude. We can still use the Libra moon's unique ability to make a compliment sandwich, but we can't avoid the conversation either. So gird your loins, give yourself the gift of speaking up. Your daily moon mantra is, Feelings are something you have, not something you are. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. Are you ready to unlock your intuition? Is tarot just not working out for you? Introducing a four-part class on the Normand Oracle Reading. Join us on a transformative journey into the captivating world of Lenormand, a truly unique and powerful reading system. What sets Lenormand apart? Unlike other divination methods, Lenormand provides precise and detailed insights into your life, relationships, and future events. This four-part Lenormand oracle reading class is tailored for those seeking a niche, specialized skill. Discover how to interpret Lenormand cards with precision, read dynamic spreads, and tap into your innate intuition like never before. Enroll now and unlock the hidden secrets of your destiny. Our four-part Lenormand Oracle reading classes begin in July, so sign up now at tanyabrown.schedulista.com. That's T-O-N-Y-A brown.schedulista.com. All right, we are back. So I may have forgotten to warn you that the audio may not be great this week uh, because it's very, very hot here, and it's fans that are doing all the work in this house. So um, I just, I can't, friends. I can't just sit in the heat uh, while I record. I need, need, need something. Um, so there's a fan going. I apologize if it's annoying, but, you know, we're just getting, we're doing our best. We're getting by. All right, so we are still in the season of summer solstice and Alitha. So last week we talked a little bit about the history and we talked about ways you can celebrate with groups or privately. So I actually asked you guys what you do during summer solstice because I'm going to be honest, we have the most creative uh, listeners ever. And sometimes you guys will just like have this idea and or like throw out this idea or this thought and it's like absolutely genius. So I wanted to see what you guys do to uh, maybe uh, inspire each other and then also just break out of like the same old, same old. Like when it comes to the witch world, and I was discussing this when I was talking about my Lenormand class, um, sometimes it's just the same information kind of regurgitated over and over and over again. And uh, sometimes it's nice to break out of that and like get new fresh ideas and um, all of that. So I asked you, on Facebook, what do you do? And here is what everyone said. Teresa Dawn said bonfire with the family. And Sherry said the same thing. We definitely saw bonfires uh, in the uh, websites that we saw. Bonfires, which makes sense. It represents the sun. Bonfires are also a big deal during both Yule and Beltane. Um, so it makes sense for Beltane and Yule though. I think it's more meant to represent, um, a portal or like a veil. I think for summer solstice, it is meant to just a, a little different. I think it really is just supposed to, um, represent the heat of the sun, but I could be wrong. Okay. Let's see what else we got. Next we have Deb. 
Deb says, I like to go to the beach. However, I don't go as much as I would like to. But when I do go, I enjoy the sun, sand, and water in my toes. Yes, so I totally see that. Honestly, nothing represents summer more to me than the beach, which makes complete sense. You get to just kind of uh, worship the sun under its rays and enjoy the water. Uh, I definitely see that as a great a way to celebrate. Uh, Nix says, cold drinks on the porch after spending the day doing a deep clean of my sacred spaces and watching the sun go down. I'm going to be honest. I feel like that's kind of where I'm at this season. Um, I need to do some massive cleanings. One, I think I'm moving soon, if we're being like really honest. I like just houses, but I'm not sure. But I'm definitely feeling a big purge coming up soon. A lot of cleaning, spring cleaning, or, you know, deep cleaning. And cold drinks on the porch sound fantastic. So I support that. That sounds wonderful. Heather says, a bonfire, toasted marshmallows, and a drum circle in the backyard. Classic. That sounds fantastic. Charlotte says, soaking up the sun. Um, yes, I like that one as well. That sounds great. Melissa says, I'm always working. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, too. Like, we need to remember, the wheel of the year and the days are really kind of modernly chosen. Um, it's all about the season, right? It's how are you celebrating the season at a time that is convenient, you know? Uh, Kat says, weather depending, we will have our grown children over for something on the grill and spend the evening in the yard enjoying nature. Classic summer barbecue. I love that. Uh, Kat continues on the solstice. I have always tried to find something or some way to spend the evening outside even if it meant just packing a picnic and heading to the park. Over the years, I have discovered that just being together is the most important. Maybe I'll make all three of us something special, tuned into our current needs. My daughter traveling, my son uh, needing a boost to his career, and one for confidence. Oh, I love that. Very simple. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about just nature, right? Like just being outside. Um, let's see... Brandon says hiking. Yes, outside. Honestly, outside is just always the answer, I think. Krista says camping uh, with other witches. That's awesome. That's a great time. Oh, I love that. I need to go camping very soon or I'm going to perish. I feel it in my soul. Uh, but I literally have no time to do so until like I can't even predict a, day, a time. So that sounds, that sounds absolutely fantastic. Please enjoy it for me, Krista. And then finally, Rebecca says, I'm going to watch the sunset at America Stonehenge in New Hampshire. They have a drumming circle and a ceremony. I missed the Yule sunrise this past winter, so I've decided this is how I will honor the summer solstice. Love. That's awesome. See, uh, it's just great. I really just love that everyone is just being present and doing something, right? It's not about doing the perfect thing. It's not about doing the things that all the books and websites say. It's just about doing something and being present uh, the few times a year that we remind ourselves to be present. So that is absolutely wonderful. And for everyone listening, I hope you had an absolutely wonderful summer solstice and that you choose to continue celebrating the summer, even if it is very, 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 very hot. So there we go. 
All right, witches. So we are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I want to give a shout out to listener Stephanie Young. Stephanie, you perfect, innocent witch. Tammy Ann, you tenacious, fair leprechaun. Tara, you transcendent, scintillating wendigo. And finally, Teresa Dawn, you opulent Arcadian fae queen. Thank you for so much being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, And before we leave, we do have a card poll. Our card today is the Four of Pentacles from the, the Buffy Tarot deck. The Four of Pentacles finds you being a bit of an Anya. There are more important things in life than money, especially if it's causing you to live in a state of perceived scarcity. Uh, If you are always seeking to gain more, you will find it challenging to appreciate what you already have. The more balance you have between saving and spending, the more freedom you'll feel to enjoy being newly human and strangely literal. All right, witches. So last note, uh, Saturday. Let's see. Saturday is my Lenormand class. We have it is four classes uh, with a one on one, and the one on one is free uh, if you do the first three classes. The one on one is free, um, and yeah, I really am just really passionate about sharing Lenormand, sharing how it's read traditionally, or traditionally the way I read it, and just passing on this knowledge. Um, while I have seen an uptick in the popularity of the cards themselves, I am seeing more and more the promotion of the cards being read and not the traditional way. So I want to like just get that information out there because I just have a fear that it's going to disappear. So if I can just teach people the way I read it, my hope is that it will carry on. So if that interests you, go to tanyabrown.schedulista.com uh, to uh, sign up. All right, witches, that's all I've got for you today, and we will talk again tomorrow. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day, full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.